1: Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semi finals. all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply.
2: Welcome to Stumps for another week. We've been building up to the start of the international men's summer. We've had plenty of cricket to keep us entertained uh, through the last month or the first month of Stumps. Plenty of domestic cricket, WBBL, which is just in full flight at the moment and uh, taking the interest of many cricket fans around the country. But now we we uh, wait only 24 hours before the start of the men's international summer. It begins with the T20s in Adelaide tomorrow, Australia against Sri Lanka. Bryce McGain is with me here once more for another edition of Stumps. Hello, Bryce.
1: Hello, Jordan, and good afternoon to you and our listeners. Uh, look, it's been an action-packed domestic... Uh, well... Few, a month, I suppose, of, of cricket. There's plenty happening, uh, plenty of average weather in Melbourne as well. So the <laughs> cricket is getting blown away with covers and all that sort of stuff today. But uh, what we're seeing now is we're just on the cusp of the international part, outroll the Australian T20 team. And it's it's a really important series uh, coming up because it, it is the, the first opportunity for 14 players to go and put their... I, I, well, they're the first group to be able to put their uh, names up In front of the selectors as a T20 World Cup going into next year It's an exciting time These players know that it's a chance to give themselves The first opportunity
2: Absolutely One man who is over there in Adelaide Covering it for uh, for the age Is sports reporter Dan Cherney Who joins us right off the top of the program here on Stumps Hello Dan, how are you? How's Adelaide?
0: Yeah, uh, well thanks Good to be with you, uh, Bryce and Jordan Yeah, no, it's going well here in Adelaide
1: How's the weather there, Dan? Because it's a bit average. they have sent over some average weather they might have had yesterday. Uh, it's a bit average in Melbourne today. How's it looking there? And more importantly, how's it going to shape up for tomorrow's T Twenty international game?
0: Uh, it's the weather. There was a bit of rain here yesterday, but it's been um, fine today. Uh, not not overly hot. Not sort of uh, not the kind of conditions you generally associate with uh, with international cricket in Adelaide. But i uh, um, just, just but it's eighteen degrees as we sit, and uh, similar conditions tomorrow so sort of mark. Pretty mild um, and, uh, yeah, nothing out of the ordinary, so there shouldn't be any issues tomorrow. There's a, a, a tiny chance of rain, but uh, I imagine we'll get a full game uh, ahead.
1: Good signs. And uh, what were the Australians up to today in preparation for their, their game tomorrow?
0: Uh, they are training uh, this morning or from 10 till about 1. Uh, they, uh, it was another pretty intense session uh, for for those who were participating, it was an option, optional session. That uh, Glenn Maxwell, for instance, uh, was one who, who didn't uh, train. But Aaron Finch, who had been uh, under an injury cloud, he had a fair hit out from um, from the front line quicks with Stark, Cummins, and Stanlake all um, bearing down on him, and he got through um, all seemingly with flying colours because he's uh, he's cleared to play. Uh, he's, he's a 99 percent chance to go to play tomorrow. Um, he, he's feeling a lot better. He, he's fielding. uh, He's moving reasonably reasonably well uh, in in fielding drills as well. So um, all the talk about Australia potentially needing a new captain for this game uh, looks like it's not going to materialise.
2: Dan, I'll ask you the same question about the Sri Lankans. How are they training today? I heard it was a bit of a a lockdown situation with them.
0: Yes, uh, they were um, were keeping it. In fact, they weren't even going to put anyone up to the media today. They'd actually come without a media manager. They've just got a team manager uh they were um initially less signaling the captain wasn't even going to speak he did end up talking um for about five minutes at a press conference uh but so yeah they had um it didn't look like they were doing anything particularly dramatic but they just uh nevertheless didn't, uh, didn't want any cameras to take any photos of them training they were just in the nets and out in the ground uh we, we could have a look from from where we were stationed in the, in the press box but uh I don't know, maybe, maybe some state secrets there. Yeah, it's a bit, bit, uh, bit weird because it's not so you're sort of changing up. I wouldn't have thought there'd be that much to hide from a, a net session, but um, perhaps, uh, perhaps there's some sort of secret plan that they're going to unleash. In-
1: interesting way to pre- prepare and uh, I guess promote the game uh, for tomorrow. Uh, the Australian team's had a change. Uh, Andrew tires out, um elbow injury uh, a few days back. Um, and he's going unfortunately got to go and see a Sydney specialist to get over that. Sean Abbott comes into the side. Uh, surprise for you, Dan? Uh,
0: yeah, a little bit a little bit. Um, Sean Abbott uh, hasn't played uh, international cricket for Australia in five years. Um, not to say that he hasn't been thereabouts at all. His BBL form has been reasonable. Uh, uh, he has uh, he was in the US, he was in the he was in uh, England is um, part of the Australia A uh, white ball set up uh, earlier this year so he's clearly hadn't been too far off the mark um and and the Australian selectors have shown in the past that they, that they, they like what he what he offers um I was a bit surprised that they didn't bring in um maybe a maybe a Jai Richardson uh, or someone like that to replace Ty but uh clearly uh they, they they want to have a look at Abbott um in the next little while and this whole series really is, is coming up um, Australia play a lot of T20 cricket now in the lead up to next year's T20 World Cup on Australian soil. So um, perhaps they want they want to um, take a look at Abbott and, and we'll be considering him for um, as one of the options for uh, that season so It's unfortunate for Andrew Ty, AJ Ty, who uh, has been thereabouts in Australia's T20 setup for quite some time. Um, looks like he's going to miss all the series and the cup coming series against Pakistan, and um, you know it can be a fair way back from there. Uh, you know. It, then uh, we'll, we, wait, we wait to see how bad the, the injury is, but hopefully he's back with a big bash and can sort of push his case ahead of um, some more T20 international next year.
2: Daniel, as you said, Sean Abbott's um, his domestic form, his BBL form, has, has generally been pretty good over the last couple of years. I know, there, as you said, there are other candidates for uh, for a spot as an Australian fast bowler in the setup, but maybe could you look at this as uh, this being an overdue call up for, for Sean Abbott uh, again into the T20 uh, system?
0: Um, perhaps, perhaps, uh, I think he's been, um, he's, he's sort of been one of those up and down sort of bowlers. He's had some, he's had some good seasons and then some, some, some not too flash seasons. Um, he, he, they sort of, um, there's, there's a period where he's been used a lot in the, in the late overs and it couldn't quite seem to, be, to get the, the job done. Um, so I, I think look, there's probably an argument for that, but, Um, I don't think his numbers were sort of so compelling where his form was so compelling that it was really overdue. Uh, I, I don't think he was absolutely banging the door down. Um, like, how could they not pick him? Um, but nevertheless, they, 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 they could do worse. So I, I don't think it's... Uh, I think it's probably a fair selection without being sort of... Um, uh, without being an un, a really un, unreasonable one um, either way, if that makes
1: sense. And Steve Smith comes into the lineup. He hasn't played T Twenty cricket in a long, long time for Australia. Probably the the type of series that he's in the past had a bit of a rest from. Uh, how's he shaping up?
0: Yeah, you're right, Bryce. Uh, he hasn't played T uh, Twenty international for Australia in uh, almost four years since the last T Twenty World Cup in March. Uh, three and a half years, March 2016, uh, and his 2020 form um, has been. Well, historically, he's not been a great 2020 player. Uh, he was actually dropped from the Rajasthan team uh, uh, earlier this year, so he's not. Um, he, he's, he's he's not. I suppose he's, he's not a power hitter. He's not the kind of guy that you necessarily associate with, with T20 cricket. Um, not to say he can't score runs reasonably quickly, but um, he's not. You know, like a Warner or a Finch, and he acknowledged as much himself yesterday. Uh, so it's going to be interesting. I mean, he's obviously um, answered pretty much every question whatever he's been challenged since national cricket to this point so um would be brave to really to, to uh you know to um to bet against him doing uh yeah but being able to perform but it, it is going to be a challenge for him because it's not uh, he's really a rotator of the strike and not someone who he probably hits it around 120 in t20 cricket which is okay if you have maybe one guy like that in the team but um you sort of um you do wonder whether uh, there could theoretically be a better options. so it's going to be very interesting to see uh, and um as I said, Steve Smith, he, he wouldn't bet against him.
1: Uh, yeah, as you say, it, that is going to be interesting because, look, most T20 sides, and I suppose it's the domestic teams that we're seeing a lot of these strategies come from, but uh, what they're finding, the first six overs are so critical in setting up a big target that they just want to keep going. So they got guys who can clear the clear the ropes and and clear the 30-yard circle, I suppose, and really attack the boundaries in those first six overs. So maybe, as you say, maybe that isn't the role for Steve Smith. He might find himself batting at sort of five or six, letting those hitters really go after it early and then set up the rotation of strike and the fast running between the wickets and hitting to 360 degrees. So I think Australia, we're going to see a lot out of these series as much as we say, oh, it's a long time to the World Cup. But we're going to see the Australian strategy and, To be honest, in the past, it hasn't been that compelling, I must say. Danny, are you looking forward to that as well? Just how they set up and just strategically what they're going to do different to maybe what they have done in the past?
0: Oh, definitely, Bryce. I mean, you look at the um, – it's interesting because Australia haven't – they just haven't picked their best T20 team really ever. It's always been an afterthought around the World Cup, not so much. But for, mo- for most of the four-year cycle, it's an afterthought. Yeah, um, I agree. It's tacked on at the end of tours. It's sort of uh, so it's, at times they've picked you know genuine B teams because the, a couple of times the Test team's been off in India and they've actually they've literally picked B teams to play um, on, on home soil while the Test squads are over in India. That happened a couple of years ago when we saw a lot of a lot of um, BBL guys get a, get a go. It was like a BBL All Stars. So yeah. um, for, for, the, for the top guns to actually be playing is unusual. Uh, and, and this is really going to be the first time where they're going to get a really sustained run of games leading into a World Cup. This, this, uh, this for, for one, for the first time, seems like a, a very calculated... Um, perhaps because it's on home, so perhaps there's just not as much... There aren't as many marquee... There aren't really any marquee test series over the next 12 months. Uh, obviously, we've just had a 50-over World Cup, so that's... So a 50-over game isn't a huge priority in the next 12 months, but it, it, even though the... the, the um, and bilateral series is sort of down to three games now. So T20 is a real priority yeah uh, and it will be interesting to see just how they 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 all fall um and how you know who's in the best 11 because i mean you just couldn't say who's in australia's best t20 11 because they just they just haven't played enough t 20s to, to to know you know if you ask someone on the street. who's in Australia's t20 11 i mean it's it's anyone's guess really
2: yeah and you, you sort of look at the squad that we've uh, that has been picked and aaron finch there was um, a bit of an injury cloud surrounding Aaron Finch, the captain heading into this series. And and the other one, and, and to Bryce Bryce's point in Australia's strategy of getting the, the inning started in the first six overs, a big part of that is going to be David Warner, who will most likely open. Um, but do do you have faith in the cattle that Australia has with Finch and whatever niggling injury he does have? And also David Warner, and he's much spoken about form at the moment. Is there faith that Australia will actually Get those T twenty innings off to a great start with with those at the top of the order.
0: I think Finch and Warner um, over a long, a pretty long period of time have, have had um, have shown themselves to be very, very good um, international T twenty players. and and you've got Glenn Maxwell there as well who can open if, if need be. Um, I think, uh, not that I expect him to do so on this occasion, but I think um, it, well, I mean Warner. To go back a long time now. He, he made his debut in the, in the T20 scene. And that's sort of where he, where he made a name for himself. Uh, and Finch, um, I think it's been the, white, the, white, the format where he's been the most consistent and the, mo- and the, the least um, uh, and the most resistant to um, form slumps. So uh, I, I back them of them in um, to, to perform. Uh, generally, David Warner, even when he's not making runs overseas in test cricket, as he clearly did in England, uh, Generally, in white ball cricket in Australia, he, he's a very, very consistent performer. So I think in these conditions, um, they'll suit him. Uh, and, and likewise, Finch. Uh, I, I'm more intrigued as to how the middle order stacks up. I think. Um, uh, McDermott and, Tur- and uh, yeah, Ben McDermott and Ashley Turner and even Steve Smith, to a degree, uh, I think are all relatively unproven quantities in international T20 cricket. They've all sort of shown... Um, i well, not, not so say Smith in recent years, but certainly Turner and, um, and McDermott have, have done reasonably well at big bash level. But yeah. uh, whether they can convert that to the international stage remains to be seen. I sort of tried that with Chris Lynn and Darcy Short, who are both openers and big hitters, and, that, and they haven't quite come off. So whether these more specialised middle-order players are able to do it um, is going to be very, very interesting.
1: Well, you mentioned Chris Lynn there, and... Uh reports during the week that he he hadn't been contacted, that he was out of the team. So he certainly had some disappointment about not being notified. Uh, It's subsequently been cleared up by the chairman of selectors. He got in touch and now he finds himself actually captaining a Cricket Australia 11 team. They're playing a T20 game uh, with that Cricket Australia squad, I guess it's like a B squad or even a C squad, um, that are going to play a game at Bankstown on Thursday against Pakistan and, and lead them into the T20 series that Pakistan will have with Australia. Um, Chris Lynn, do you think he's unlucky not to be in that top order? Because it, it doesn't appear that we have a lot of those top order dashes um, straight away.
0: Yeah, it's a good question. It, it's, it's funny with, uh, with Lynn, he's sort of become um, because he's not contracted to Queensland, because he's not playing any, any, um, any career for Queensland, he, uh, so you're not going to miss it. They, they don't have to pull him out of any Shield game, so he becomes a, a very engulfing player for these tour matches that are on at the same time as, as a Shield and Marsh Cup game. So, like you saw him in the Prime Minister's 11 game the other week, and
2: then
0: as yep. you touched on, the CA11 game against Pakistan. Um, just to just quickly go back on the point about about Trevor Holmes and the, full, and the and the communication. I mean, he wasn't in the team to start with. I mean, he'd been dropped a while ago and took school, and so he's still on the team, I think, probably a bit much, um, given that Trevor Holmes, you know, his phone's always there anyway. Yeah. Um, uh, but, um, yeah, look, he's probably... Look, he has, he has played a fair bit of T20 international cricket for Australia, uh, and his record is not all that flash. You're right, though, he is one of these few guys who, who has proven at domestic level consistently that he can go big and you sort of think well it would be a shame if he didn't if he, if he didn't get at least one more crack at it I think the other issue that hurts him is his fielding um, he's had this, 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 I mean, you, you feel for him because he's had this uh, these long-standing issues with his, with his body and, and the shoulders and, and he's just he's a bit of a liability in the field um, and they are very um, keen to ensure that the fielding is a top priority Aaron Finch touched on that as much today um, you've got Ashton Turner who's actually coming back from a shoulder. Of uh, shoulder surgery in the off season, and he, he he's a little bit limited for this series. He he's, he wasn't throwing overarm um, uh, a training yesterday, and he still probably remained within that thirty over thirty meter ring. But they are very keen uh, to ensure that um, that guys playing are up to it from a fueling perspective, and that, that's probably where Lynn, um that works against him.
1: Yeah, no doubt about that. Um, so what can you expect? What, What's a, uh, a, a prediction for you tomorrow after maybe burgling a few views at the Sri Lankans? I know it was a closed session, but <laughs> I, I know you have your ways, Dan. You would have kept an eye on them. And after hearing their skipper talk <laughs> later on, well, what are your predictions for tomorrow at the Adelaide Oval? Uh, oh,
0: it's, it's, it is so hard to predict from a T20 perspective, especially given how rarely Australia's actually played. Um, uh, oh, look, I think... I think, given the quality on paper in the Australian team, um, I, I would I would back Australia in. Um, uh, but you know, that's not with a, a huge um, amount of conviction because I just don't, I just think, as I said, it's first of all T Twenty cricket is is um, you know doesn't take a lot for teams to, to go awry and and be um, and we just haven't seen that much of it. And Sri Lanka have have uh, just come back from Pakistan where they had a. a, a a good series win over there yes. uh, it's a very young Sri Lankan side got quite, uh, not a lot of names that um I imagine most of Australian audiences will be, will be too familiar with other than um Malinga who uh, is captaining them but um uh I, I, and they have shown in the past Lanka, like, that they, they've, they've been a pretty handy limited overs team in Australia so they they're famous that they, they beat Australia uh uh then three summers ago uh, when, when it was that um that sort of team, BBL all-stars team in a couple of thrilling games uh, in Melbourne and Geelong, where they won in the last ball. So, um, yeah, I, I, I predict Australia to win, but, uh, yeah, I, I think it'll be an interesting contest and, and just a lot of intrigue around the Australian team because it's, it's um, that they are such an unknown quantity.
2: A lot of added importance, uh, obviously, with the T20 World Cup coming up next year. So a couple of T20s to start off the summer against Sri Lanka and then into Pakistan. Dan Churney will be there following it all. Thank you very much, Dan, for joining us this afternoon on Stumps, and I'm sure we'll speak to you soon over the course of the summer.
0: Uh, pleasure, Jordan and Bryce. Have a good one.
2: Dan Churney there from the age travelling around the country following the tests and the uh, international scene. Jordan Kanellis and Bryce McGain with you here on Stumps. We'll come back on the other side of this. and. Um, following off the back of that, we'll look towards the domestic um, season in the form of some of our Australian players heading into the international summer and also just what's been happening around the One Day Cup and the Sheffield Shield. And also WBBL chat later on. Plenty of matches on today and across the weekend. This is Stumps right across the country.
1: G'day, Mike Hussey here. Get on board Australia's best fantasy cricket game, KFC Supercoach BBL. It's fun, free and easy to play. Play today at supercoach.com.au.
0: P's and C's apply. New South Wales authorization number TP slash 01005.